Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever is appropriate for the time that you are tuning in. Welcome. I'm glad to have you back with me. This is a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am your host. Excited once again to be with you. I'm going to talk a little bit more today on another theme, but before I start, I want to take a moment to do something that I did not remember to do during my first episode. I wanted to thank my son, Christian Dion, my middle name, namesake, Stephanie Dion, Christian Dion. He's 10 years of age and he is such a blessing, but he did my introduction for my podcast series and he did such a great job. I just wanted to say, thank you, Chris. Good job. He's always so willing to help. And I was not able, I'm still trying to piece everything together with Anchor. And I'm waiting on a response from the Anchor team about how I can import my music and do some different things. I wanted to start it off with my theme song at the beginning and have some music in between and just kind of break it up and do some things. I'm not sure at this moment if I'm going to be able to, but I'm just happy to be podcasting. So if not, then I'll have to do that another way. I am going to try to upload my theme song um, shortly anyway. You know, the full theme song. I wouldn't be playing the entire thing on an episode, but I'll just work with it and do what I can. But had so much fun just talking and sharing my heart. It's been a long time and I'm just so eager to get back. I don't want to waste a lot of time with small talk because 30 minutes goes pretty quickly, especially when you start getting into your topic. So I'm going to start again with my foundational scripture, which will always be found in Psalm 118.24. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I shared the last time that it is actually a choice to rejoice. I know things are looking pretty bleak and dismal right now. I know that we're dealing with the coronavirus and I share with you that I will not be focusing and talking a lot about it. Although you will hear me mention it from time to time, because that is just where we are. That is what we're dealing with. But I am here to offer hope and encouragement. I'm here to uplift your heart, to uplift your spirits. Um, and, and that's what I want to spend my time doing. Again, what does it mean to rejoice, to experience joy and gladness in a high degree, to be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations? I don't know why, just a moment ago, my mind went back to remembering being on roller coaster rides, that feeling when you're climbing up that trail and you know it's excitement, but it's a little scary because you know you're about to drop or make some twists and turns, but it's fast paced and you're screaming. That's a feeling of exhilaration, lively, pleasurable, and then it also means to exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to everyone. So today 
I want to spend some time looking at the word of God, which is always my foundation. Even the booklets that I have that are now published, newly published on Amazon, simply God's word on each book is similar because it's a booklet series, but I start off with an introduction and then I provide scriptures on a various topic, fear, peace, love, faith, marriage. I have quite a few published now. They're a lot easier to do because I'm using the same introduction and ending. And then I just go in and I type out the scriptures on the subject and put it all together, upload it. Even though it's a booklet, it's much smaller. It is a lot of work, but it is very re rewarding to be able to publish your work. And then also like now podcasting, it is a very rewarding experience when it all finally comes together. That's why I can no longer wait until everything just comes full circle because I've been trying to put this together for so long. And now that I found an easy way, thank you, Anchor, and thank you, to Amazon KPD for making it so much easier to publish. I am grateful for these platforms. And so without further ado, let me just look at a few scriptures on peace, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this at, wherever you are in your life, whatever is going on, whatever circumstances you're facing, you may have just gotten some not so good news. You may be dealing with an illness. A loved one may have passed. And I'm here to tell you once again, I've been through all of that. And I mean for years, I'm not even talking about a spurt here and there. My family has been hit with all kinds of things on both sides, both ends. We've dealt with a lot. Even there's been a lot of personal struggles within our family. You know, if anybody out there is married, hold on, I'm going to be doing a podcast on marriage. It is not easy. Yes, we go through, we face difficulties. It, it is not easy, but there is hope. And that's what I'm here to offer. And I am once again, not coming from studying textbooks. I have been through the university of life. I have been living. I have been through the studies of hard knocks, been there, done it all. And my method for survival was not drugs, alcohol, partying, no vice. I thank God for that. I'm not saying anything against anyone who has traveled that route because guess what? I know for a fact, if it was not for the grace of God, I probably would have went to those alternative routes, but thank God I didn't like what I saw when my parents and family members and some of my loved ones and uh, even some of my friends in school chose that route. I didn't like it. It wasn't anything appealing to me. I did not like the smell of cigarettes. I did not like the smell of alcohol, beer. I just didn't like it. I didn't like loud noise. I didn't like the party scene, never been to a party. My last party was in elementary school. And that was when I decided that I wanted to dance and do things for the Lord. I was 
heavily involved in the church. So that kept me off of those paths. I made my decisions young. Doesn't mean that I was kept from everything, but those choices I did not make. And so I'm here to tell you that I am a person who felt my pain and I've had to deal with the pain because it was not medicated. I don't know what it's like to be high or to be in an altered state to not deal with or to try to escape your problems. What helped me and people have asked me this. I have testified about it. I've been on many platforms through the years as an evangelist, as a singer, a psalmist, a songwriter. I've had many opportunities to share with so many people, even people on the streets that I've met grocery stores. I'm all over the place, walking, driving, talking to people, sharing through my music. I've been blessed. The, the way that I made it through was knowing how to call on the name of Jesus. That was all I knew to do. And that was what I was taught. That was how I saw my grandmother live her life and make it through uh, the struggles that she went through with her husband dying. Her husband died when she was carrying my mother. My mother was her ninth out of 12 children and she never remarried. And she practically raised her children alone. And she had a host of grands and great grands. And, and I still watch my grandmother give glory and praise to God and always have an encouraging word from the word of God, even through her illnesses. That's where I gained strength. That mantle of prayer that she had. I mean, I could call my grandmother and start talking to her about a situation. She wouldn't even allow me to finish before I could say anything. She would just break out in prayer. Heavenly father, I bring my granddaughter to you. Oh God, you know all about it. You know this. She would pray and it will work out. I'm so glad. I had that example before me and her words are still carrying me through this day. She told me the last conversation we had in 1998, I won't get into the story. It is in a few of my books. Um, she was going on a vacation to Lancaster, Pennsylvania with the Johnson family from her church. Coincidentally, my name is Johnson today, but it was not then. And um, we had given her a birthday celebration. It was my idea for my cousins to come together to join a group, Visions of Youth, to bring all of our gifts and talents together, singers, dancers, musicians, poets. I wanted us to join and, and, and do a choir, which we did. But someone came up with an idea during our first meeting to give grandma a birthday celebration since her birthday was a few months away. We went to work and I'm so grateful that we did. We came together, gave her a beautiful celebration that we were blessed to be able to videotape. My uncle Kevin opened up his beautiful hall. It was like a club at that time, not like a dance club, but it was just a beautiful place. He had it catered for us. It turned out really nice. She really appreciated it. We were able to pour out our love on her, present her with roses that my cousin Stacy went out and bought. Um, it, it was just a really nice event. We did not know three months later that my grandmother would die. And I was blessed and privileged to have a conversation with her right before she left. I called to check on her as I normally would. We started talking. She told me what she was doing. 
that's more detailed than the book. I don't have time to get into it because I do want to get into these scriptures. And she just turned the conversation and started kind of instructing me in some things. And I was kind of thinking like, well, why is she talking like this? But I just listened out of respect as I would. And, and she said to me, you know, she said, you're going to go through some more struggles, baby. She said, but don't you worry. God's going to bring you through. And she said, my God, she did this little chuckle that only my grandmother could do. And she said, you know, I see you and I see you coming forth and, and you're going to be beautiful, sparkling, pure gold. And she said, don't you worry. God has not brought you this far to leave you. And I'm here to tell you with certainty, with assurance, I don't have time to get into debates or arguments this way, that way, this way. I know I found the way and he is, as he said himself, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. He said, no man comes to the father, but by me, I didn't have to try any other thing, any other way, any other God, any other substance. And I'm not saying that this is an easy way. It's not. It wasn't easy for him when he was traveling the road to the cross to give his life as a ransom for us. That'll be another segment on the cross series and, and other things that will tie into it. But I'm telling you, I'm so glad that I found out at a young age that Jesus Christ is the answer because I have been through some stuff and I would not have made it through. I would not be standing today. I would be fearful. I would be anxious. I might be messed up on drugs. I might be an alcoholic. I might've been a prostitute. Who knows where we would be if it hadn't been for the hand of God, but it was this word that was being planted. It was being sown in my heart even as a young girl. And it kept me from making those turns and those decisions. So I'm here to tell you today, whoever is listening to the sound of my voice, it is not too late. Even if you've been on those paths, we all have things in our past. We all have done things, all have sinned as Romans said, Romans 3 and 23 and fallen short of the glory of God. There is not one perfect standing among us. The only perfect one was the one who gave his life as a substitute for you and I. So I'm here today once again to encourage, inspire, uplift your heart. Be not afraid, be not dismayed because there is peace waiting for you if you don't have it today. One of my favorite scriptures that I like to quote and stand on is found in Isaiah 26 and verse three. He says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. To keep your mind stayed on something means you're going to focus and fix your mind on that thing. You can't keep your mind wandering all over the place and then keep going back and forth. The guy like, okay, I know I should be trusting him, but what about this? And what if, and what about the economy? And what about the virus? And what about going here? And I can't see this person. I can't go. And what if this person dies? And what if I can't get there? And what if you can't, keep your mind all over the place and keep it stayed on him. So you have to make a conscious choice. Are you going to obey the scripture? Are you going to obey the word? Because I'm trying to let you know through these series that this really is the only way that it will work. You have to be obedient to the word of 
God, and then you will reap the benefits. He said, peace I leave with you, peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. And I don't know about you, but that's good news for me. <laughs> it says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John 14 and 27. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, and I will be doing an episode on prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 5 and 1. I also have a booklet on faith that is posted on Amazon. Lord, thou wilt ordain peace for us, for thou also hast wrought all our works in us, Isaiah 26 and 12. For to be carnally minded, that's basically fleshly or worldly minded, is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that's found in Romans 8 verse 6. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Psalm 119 and 165. If you're not familiar with Psalm 119, that is a really, really good chapter in the book of Psalm. It's long, it's lengthy, but it is what one of the uh, companies for their nuts, they say chock full of nuts. It is filled with so much good stuff. I used to read it in sections, you know, um, it's 176 verses, but a lot of times I like to just sit and read it straight through. Boy, you get so much out of that one Psalm and there is actually 150 Psalms and it is broken down into three divisions. And most of you know that a lot of the Psalms were penned by the psalmist David. And David is someone I wish I had time. I don't have time to go through, but David was king of Israel and he did not live a perfect life by far. David messed up. He slipped up. He fell. He fell into temptation. He apparently was not the best husband and father. He had many wives, many children. Oh, he messed up something terrible. And we look at our leaders today and we deem a lot of them not good. Oh, this president. And we place judgment on, you know, they're mere human mortal men and they will make mistakes. They've made mistakes in their past lives. They've made mistakes in office. And guess what? None of us are perfect. I'm not here to cast stones or throw stones at anyone, but what if we had a leader like David today who actually committed adultery with a man's wife and when she became pregnant, you have to go to the Bible and read this for yourself. Read the book of Kings and Samuel and Chronicles. You get a lot of insight on these kings and how they lived. David 
could not convince her husband who was so dedicated to the army that he would not go home and be with his wife. So when David, everything else fell, he had the man killed to cover up his tracks and then took his wife. I mean, come on. What if our presidents were doing stuff like that today? <laughs> How would we think about our leaders then? But anyway, the amazing thing is that the Bible says David was a God after man's own heart. Hmm. That's interesting. Does that mean that God condoned his sin or his life? No, David was punished. I can't get into it. You have to read it for yourself. It is very interesting. But David was a worshiper. David wrote Psalms. David cried out to the Lord. He finally got around to repenting for his sin with Bathsheba in Psalm 51. David walked in pride. David fell. Oh, he did a lot. But yet, he was a man after own, God's own heart and God established the kingly line through David that Jesus Christ even came through. So it is an awesome story from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation. The Bible is definitely something that should be on your high priority list. And as I'm sharing with you, these are the very things that I've made it through my struggles, through my issues, through my hurts, through my ups and downs, through my faults. The word of God has always been there to comfort and guide me. And that's why the, the idea for the series came to make it available in this way, because I know that there's something in the Bible for everything that you can ever go through. I am a living witness of that. Let's go through a few more uh, scripture verses. I see the time is running down on me. Hmm. Let's go with Isaiah 57 and two. He shall enter into peace. So see, it's something that you can enter into. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. You can make a choice. Sometimes... And I don't know, maybe you know people like this. Sometimes people would rather have chaos and confusion. It seems like some people can't be at peace no matter what. But I'm telling you today, it doesn't have to be like that. You can choose peace, just like in Deuteronomy, the Bible tells you, you can choose between death and life. You can actually make a choice between the words that you speak, death or life. And as a result, you're either going to have fear and anxiety and worry and dread, or you can have peace. You can have calm in the midst of the storm. You can have calm and peace in the midst of a coronavirus epidemic, knowing that God has you. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And yes, you can also have joy as well. And that seems probably absurd to a lot of you. But the Bible also tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I've been standing on that scripture for many years, even through the deaths of my loved ones. Am I saying that I'm laughing and giddy and always exalted and in a high vibration? I am not saying that at all. I have cried. I told someone one day, I cried so many tears, I thought my tear ducts were dried up. I weeped. I well, there were times I had to get in my car because I didn't want to be upsetting to my family. I tried to act like everything was okay, but there were times I wanted to explode 
explode. And because I didn't have anything to take me away from the pain, I had to release it. I would get in my car and go and drive out to an open park near our home in the middle of the night, roll up my windows. This is true. I have done it not far where I live, going out into a, a, the, the woods part of a park nearby. And I would scream my head off until I felt the release. That was a good, a good way to release. That was the best thing I could think to do. But I would cry and I would cry and I would cry through the night and I would cry tears and I'd get up and get myself together because I knew I had a family to take care of. I knew I had to get my children off to school. I had meals to prepare. I couldn't stay in that state of mind, but I didn't find much comfort when I tried. I tried reading a lot of other stuff. I tried listening to certain types of music. I tried things like that, but it was always the word of God that gave me comfort, gave me clarity, gave me insight because I wasn't just reading the words of a man. I was reading the words of a man who left his heavenly home and became flesh. And the, the book of John tells us that the word, Jesus Christ is the word, the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. He walked the earth. He went through the things that we went through. He suffered. He left his eternal home. He left glory to come down and be born of a virgin and came to die for us. I can only give you the abridged version in these podcasts, but again, you have to open the Bible and you have to pray for guidance and you have to pray for the Holy Spirit and you have to get the Holy Spirit in you so that you can understand the word for yourself. Understand what he did for you and why you don't have to be afraid. Why can I have peace? Not knowing from day to day, just like everyone else. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't stay up at night worrying. I'm not fretting. I don't pace the floor. When I'm tired, I go to bed. I try to go to bed early as I can. Usually by the time we're putting our son down 9 30 10 o'clock I'm trying to get myself rested because I wake up early every morning two three four five and when I wake up I'm praying there's peace all around me I'm thanking God for the peace God I don't know what's going on I don't know what's going to happen I don't know what tomorrow holds but I thank you that you're holding my tomorrow you're holding my future so whatever is taking place right now I can't see it all but I'm thankful that you have it in your control and I go back to sleep and I wake up sometimes we go to bed with the word playing in the atmosphere or the water you know my son falls asleep. I found this really peaceful um, worship music by a man named is Dappy T Keys on YouTube. He plays some of the most beautiful instrumentals. Well, I put it on one night and my son just fell right out to sleep. And then he said, mom, could you put that music back on? It was really peaceful. And I felt I did it about three or four times and he fell right off to sleep. So sometimes we go to sleep with peaceful music and stuff in the atmosphere and it helps you to keep your mind peaceful and relaxed and resting and trusting. And this is what I'm hoping you get out of these podcasts. There are other things that I should be and could be doing right now, but my heart's desire is to make as many of these podcasts and episodes as I possibly can. And I really hope that people just grab hold to what I'm saying. I'm not trying to build a brand. I am not trying to do any of that. I'm grateful for whatever comes out of it. But most importantly, just like my books that I'm not 
going to make a whole lot off of paying royalties to Amazon and paying for, you know, the book covers and stuff. It is just a joy and a delight to be able to share my work, share my music. I have music on SoundCloud under SDNJ. I mean, all of these outlets are there. They're first and foremost to glorify God, but to be a blessing in any way I can. I'm going to use what he's given me because like you, I don't know the time frame. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that I have peace today and I want you to have that same peace. Let me read a few more before my time expires here. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Yes, let's help one another and build one another up in these times as Romans 14, 17 through 19 says. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Doesn't that sound good? Psalm 37 and 11. He's not even talking about a little bit of peace or peace that'll wear off peace one day and you're not at peace the next. No, he said an abundance of peace. And I think I'll end on this one. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect or mature is what that means. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. Did you get that? Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Second Corinthians 13 and 11. I don't know about you, but that's who I want with me. And I want his peace and I want him on my side and I want to stay connected to him. And no matter what's going on, I want to know that he has it. And I hope and pray that that's the message that you take away with you. Whatever this day holds for you, wherever it takes you, I want you to know that peace is available for you through Jesus Christ. And I hope that you take advantage of it. Be blessed. Keep your head up keep it moving. Know that it does get better till we meet again.